Hello, everyone. Welcome to my brand new podcast, The Art of Growing Up. I'm so excited to be doing this because it has literally been like a year plus in the making. I'm not joking. Like I have been trying to make this happen for so long. And today I'm going to kind of be going into like why I left YouTube and kind of like why I'm starting a podcast, stuff like that, because I'm assuming that everybody that's listening today is from either Instagram or YouTube. But yeah, I'm really excited to be starting this podcast. So first things first, I'm going to kind of talk about what we're going to be talking about on here, what this specific podcast is about, and then I'm going to go into the life update because that's kind of most of what I want to do today is kind of just catch you guys up on what you've missed out on since I haven't been on YouTube because I don't think I've posted in probably like a year and half I don't even know that seems like so long but I think that that is actually true and there's a lot of reasons behind that so I'll kind of get into that too but I'm so thankful that you're listening right now and I'm so excited to start this journey with you guys I named this podcast the art of growing up because I feel like as I was thinking about a name I was trying to think of something that encapsulates everything that I've had on YouTube before or been on YouTube before in addition to like what I want to bring to podcasting and the art of growing up kind of just came to me because I was thinking about a lot of people have grown up with me and a lot of things that I look back on whenever I made a YouTube video and I was like 16, I completely cringe at and I just think it's awful and just annoying (laughs) and there's things that I thought I knew before I went on the college program like I probably talked a lot of game before I went on there and then it was like really hard or I felt a certain way about liberty and now I don't like it's just certain things like that where I feel like a lot of people have grown up with me through my transitions not just transitions in life but also transitions and opinions and I just think that growing up is the best way to describe the both what I've done through social media, but also like the demographic that I hope to like talk to on these podcasts. Because I was thinking about who do I want to talk to? I want to talk to people on here who maybe haven't gone through some of the phases of life that I've been through and maybe would be willing to listen to some advice on it. Um, I feel like that was a lot of my audience whenever I was on YouTube was talking to people who hadn't yet done the Disney college program or hadn't yet gone to college or things like that and I think that the biggest thing that I want to get across to people in all of my social media is that there is no specific way to do life but there is a way to make it beautiful no matter what and there's a way to romanticize it no matter what so that's kind of where I'm going to be what I'm going to be doing on this podcast is kind of just like talking about things that I've been through and advice that I can give but also kind of just like doing life with you guys and just having a platform where we can all like connect on things that we relate to. So it's both for people who haven't yet been in the thing, been in the life phases I've been in and also people who have and need somebody to relate to them on. So that is kind of the reason why I named it the, what I did. And really I'm going to mostly be talking about honestly a bunch of stuff. I feel like a lot of it's going to be kind of like deep talks and that's the main reason why I wanted to do kind of most of my comeback to social media on podcasting because I really think that it's easier to get deep on the podcasting platform 
Not to say that you can't on YouTube, it's just a little bit harder because it's so easy to like perfect everything on YouTube, if that makes sense, and on Instagram. But on podcasting, you kind of just have to talk and then, you know, you can only do so many cuts without it seeming inauthentic. So I don't know. I just think it's a lot easier to be authentic on podcasts. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to come back to YouTube, but it means that on podcasting, I'm probably going to do the majority of my like deep talks. I'm trying to think of all the things I've thought of so far. Definitely want to have some podcast episodes about working at Disney because a lot of you guys know that's what I've did. That's what I've done for the past year. And I definitely, I'm going to talk about that a little bit today. And then I want to do some on college. I want to do one on Liberty. I want to do a couple podcast episodes talking about like just random things that I could do a TED talk on. And I'm hoping that I'll reach the right niche audience on those things. But also, I'm going to be making, if I haven't made an Instagram for this podcast yet, I'm going to be probably posting something on my Instagram the day that I post this podcast, asking you guys like what you want to see and what specific episodes you want me to talk about. Maybe it's something you've seen me kind of mention on Instagram and I could talk about it. But yeah, I would really like to do what you guys want to hear as well. So that is kind of what this is going to be. So with YouTube, I'm not completely quitting YouTube. And if you would have asked me a couple months ago, I would have said yes. And I would have said, no, I'm just going to do all the stuff on podcasting. But through being an adult and working, I'm realizing that I need to have multiple creative outlets because life can be mundane. And I think that not to say that you have to, like, I'm not necessarily on the bandwagon that like, you should totally pursue your passions and like that should be where you make money whatever because I don't think that everybody has to do that but I think that if you are gonna exist in kind of like the nine to five working environment I think it's good to have multiple ways that you create have creative outlets like YouTube podcasting music art like just different things like that so I've decided that I'm going to completely dedicate my YouTube to being booktube and I'm going to do a lot of like vlogging me reading series and giving my recommendations and stuff like that just so also this podcast as much as I would like to talk about books I'm gonna have those be separate because I would like for this platform to be I don't I don't want it to be niche because you can't put all of who somebody is in one specific category but I definitely want to keep it around the same stuff like life stuff, college stuff, experiences, and then I can save all of my book talking for booktube, if that makes sense. So if you are one of my friends who loves reading and you want to be a part of that, definitely go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Allie McAllister. I need to change that actually because that's not like what I go by anymore because I got married. But yeah, that is what I'm going to use YouTube for. I'm not completely quitting. Yeah, I wanted to explain that so that people would understand that that's kind of the reason why. I think I'm going to start that in a month from now. So the reason why I have been kind of offline, honestly, recently, it's not that I don't get on Instagram or like I'm obviously new to podcasting, so I wouldn't have been absent from that. But like not really on YouTube, not really posting as many stories on Instagram. It's honestly just because I have been chronically online for a really long time (laughs) like honestly since I was probably 16 or so 
maybe even longer. And I feel like in an effort, I don't want to say that I did that for attention because I truly think I just had a problem keeping my mouth shut and I just couldn't keep anything to myself. But there's so many things that I, I would look at and I would watch it on YouTube and I was like, why did I share that? Like I have this one video and it's like dating at Liberty and it's just me talking about dating at Liberty and my experiences. I'm like, that is so personal. I don't know why I posted that on Instagram or on YouTube. I don't know. And it wasn't even that bad. It's just the stuff I was saying. I was like, that is so personal. And now at the point of my life, there's so much that I would not share, (laughs) you know, especially if I was going through it at the moment. So I don't know. I just think that I learned probably, and honestly, it took me a while. It was probably around the time, maybe senior year of college. I was like, you know what? There's a lot that I don't want to share with everybody. And especially once I started dating Caleb and we got really serious and we were starting to like get engaged and get married and all that stuff. I was like, I love our relationship. I wish that I could just show everybody every part of our relationship. But at the same time, I don't really want to do that because like there's some things that you kind of want to keep sacred and like just to yourself. And so especially whenever we were moving to Disney and like I was starting to work for Disney again and we moved to Orlando, I wanted to share that and I really wanted to vlog that and kind of get back into YouTube or TikTok or whatever. But every time I would start to do that, I would be like, I don't want to share that. Like, I don't want anybody else to be a part of this, like, really special time in my life, as selfish as it sounds. Also, I am a lot better, I feel like, at talking about things after they happen rather than kind of vlogging and, like, being in the moment. That's why I never really loved vlogging, honestly. I feel like I'm going to like book vlogging because it's all kind of whenever you're sitting and, like, you're, like, I don't have to, like, go out and do things and then explain what I'm doing when I'm doing it. Anytime I vlogged, I just didn't like it because I felt like I was missing out on moments. And if I was posting something on, if I was trying to vlog something, I was probably also trying to like post it on Instagram stories. And then I just didn't even feel like I was living in that moment. So there's a ton of stuff from being at Disney that now I talk about and now I post on Instagram. But a lot of it was just so incredibly special that I just did not want to kind of tamper it or by like not fully experiencing it if that makes sense so that's kind of why I haven't really been totally online recently and have kind of taken a break from YouTube taken a break from like being really active on Instagram but also I think too I've always wanted to know what it's like to be a little bit mysterious like I've always wondered I'm like the people that I just am like they don't post all the time and I have to think oh what are they doing I wonder, I wonder what they think about this that's happening. You know, like you kind of have time to kind of process and think about, because you don't see them post their opinions all the time. So you are kind of forced to wonder, you know? So I kind of always wanted to know what it was like to not be online all the time and not post my opinions all the time. I think especially part of it too is during quarantine, whenever there was a lot of stuff going on politically, whenever you really couldn't say a right thing like you would post something and somebody's gonna disagree with you and as a people pleaser that was intense because I I like being the middle ground and I like being moderate that's like my personality trait at this point and it was really hard because I was like no opinion that I put out is gonna please everyone and it took me 
an embarrassing amount of time to be okay with that, you know? But I think everybody's kind of learning. You have to kind of get to a point where you are fine with having opinions that some people might disagree with. So anyways, that's kind of why I've taken a break in a long form. (laughs) Another side note is I think that this is very niche, but whenever you've been on YouTube for a significant amount of time, especially really, like, I guess big growth years like your early 20s teens I think that sometimes there's this really weird pressure to not change which is bizarre because you're in the most pivotal part of your life where you're definitely going to change your mind about things but there's this sort of consistency on YouTube that people expect whether it's pressure that is external or that you put on yourself and I think that it just kind of stunts growth because you don't really have any time to or I guess any space to change your mind about things because then if you've put it all on the internet for so long and then all of a sudden you kind of express a different opinion then people are like oh what the heck I thought you believed this because I watched that in a video like two years ago you know so I think that that's another part of it is just giving myself time to kind of like re-find myself if that makes sense With all that being said, I'm hoping to get out a new episode every Friday, and I think that that's probably the best for me. I never have a consistent schedule at work, which I'll talk about at the end of this podcast whenever I go into the update, but that kind of like works best, and that's also when I used to post for YouTube, so it's kind of nostalgia, and I'll probably, when I start posting on YouTube, oh, excuse me, I will pick a different day than that maybe like a Tuesday or something. So then it's kind of spread out and then there's content either of those days. So hopefully I'll be able to stick to that. So getting into today's episode, we're going to start from where I left off because again, I'm just assuming that everybody that's listening right now is not somebody that's new. This will be kind of a good starting point for people who are new and don't know me, but also it's kind of more for people who do and are kind of just like, what the heck have you been doing for the last year and a half? And I kind of just want to get you guys to like catch you guys up so that we can start from, we can kind of, how do I say this? Like we can start from now. Do you know what I mean? Like we can just build a new foundation so I can just catch you up on everything and then you'll be caught up. And then, obviously, I won't remember everything. I won't be able to put everything into this podcast, but you'll at least be mostly caught up. So then we're just going forward with the blank canvas, you know? So I first wanted to start by kind of explaining the decision to move to Orlando because I feel like that was so random. And if you had been listening to my other podcast, Tuesday Tea, with my best friends, Michaela and Austin, um, we had a podcast senior, junior and senior year of college. And I, in that episode I or in that podcast I was going to be a teacher like I was 100% set on that that was my degree like that is what I was going to do and that's what I always talked about in that podcast and so whenever I was probably I don't even remember whenever I changed my mind about this I mean probably going into senior year I was just so freaking confused like I had no idea what I wanted to do and I think I even had a podcast episode called I don't know what I want to do with my life and that's okay, (laughs) but I literally had no clue what I wanted to do with my life and I basically just kind of had this itch 
to go back to Disney because I felt like I had unfinished business and I just felt like there was a part of me that was never going to be kind of satisfied with where I left off with them. So Caleb and I had kind of been talking about what we wanted to do our first year of marriage because we knew we kind of wanted it to be unconventional. I don't know. Not normal, I guess, because, you know, you have your whole life to live near family or like live somewhere and like settle down. And so we kind of wanted our at least our first year of marriage to be, I don't know, it's fun, somewhere cool that we one of us hadn't been to before or just that we thought would be fun. So we had talked about Disney and moving back there really in the very early part of our relationship. And we would kind of go back and forth about it. But I think in November 2020, that was whenever Caleb had started his eBay reselling business. And we kind of just came up with that idea because it didn't really make sense for us to move somewhere like we were talking about. Like we had kind of thrown around Charlotte because that would be a fun city to live in. But also we could settle down there eventually. But we kind of were just like, we want something a little bit insane. So not that moving to Orlando is crazy, but kind of for both of us, it was very out of our comfort zones. So we had talked about that. And then my spring break trip of my senior year in 2021, my family and I, oh, I got to take a breath. (laughs) I'm getting too excited. My family and I and Caleb went on a trip to Disney World for spring break. And it was mostly actually to tour apartments. I don't think I actually explained that very well whenever we went on the trip, but it was like mostly, we we had an entire day just dedicated to touring apartments. So we kind of already had an idea of where we wanted to live before we even moved. And so that was actually really helpful because it happened a lot faster than I thought it was going to. So basically what my plan was before I applied for Disney was that I was going to stay in Lynchburg, which is where I went to school at Liberty University. I was going to stay there for the rest of the summer or at least through July because I think my lease went through July and I was just going to be there. I was going to be working at my events job that I had there and kind of just working through the summer. I really did not like living there without my roommates though. It was so sad, but Caleb ended up moving to Lynchburg in April and he lived in this basement of this house where a bunch of guys lived in. It was so funny. It's such a random part of our life, but we just didn't like being apart. So he ended up moving there in April. But basically, in probably May, I I hadn't even planned on fully working at Disney. I kind of just said, you know, I'll find a job there and we'll just get annual passes to go to Disney and that'll be fun. But then in May, I was kind of like, you know what? I actually would like to work at Disney again. Because I feel like I would like to kind of have a good experience working there because that was always my dream. And I did the Disney College program my sophomore year. So I was like, you know what? That was kind of hard. And I would like to maybe rectify that experience and have a good experience working there. So I started looking at jobs there in May. So I had got the notification, I think, from Indeed or something. I don't know what it was. But I got the notification that they were hiring, which they actually hadn't been doing for a while since COVID. Like I hadn't seen anything available for them at all. And then I got that notification. So I was like, okay, well, I might as well apply for this because I feel like they don't really have a lot of opportunities right now, it seems like. So I might as well just try for this and then maybe I'll get an interview 
like in June, maybe I'll, you know, get accepted, find out I get accepted in like late June. Maybe I could tell them I could start in August. Like I was just thinking, I was kind of thinking far out, but then honestly, God completely changed my plans because it ended up that I applied in May, found out I got the web-based interview like the next day, found out the latest I could schedule a phone interview was the end of May. So I did my phone interview at the end of May, got the job on the spot, and they offered me like three different positions and just said, okay, pick one. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so then they literally gave me the job at the end of May. So then I'm like, what the heck do I even do? So I said, what's the latest I can start? And they said, June. So I still had time to accept the offer. I was like, okay, I will think about it. Like I will pray about it and just see. But then we found out from the apartment complex that they were doing a special where you get basically like, I think it was like two months free and it ended at the end of June. So if we didn't sign a lease starting for June, we wouldn't have got two months free, which at that time we really needed because we really did not have that much money. So yeah, so then I was like, well, I guess I'm moving to Orlando a lot sooner than I thought. So that kind of like all happened so fast. And so I think I was at Myrtle Beach with my family like right before (laughs) moving to Orlando. So that was in the middle of June. Basically, all of June, July, and August was mostly spent like going back and forth between home because at that time I was still planning the wedding with my mom. And so I had, and we had like bridal showers and stuff like that. So I was going back and forth all the time. And I think during that time also, I went to New York with my best friends. I went with Austin, Michaela, and Veronica. And honestly, that, why did it seem like a lifetime ago? <laughs> it seems like so long ago. But yeah, I was kind of just mostly doing that. I worked at Disney in Bell Service Dispatches, which Bell Service Dispatch Services? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. Bell Service, Bell Service Dispatch. Sorry, I don't know. I haven't done it in a while. This is all like going back a long time for me, even though I just worked in that job a couple months ago. But basically, I was doing that. I think I officially started in July. But I worked at Coronado Springs as my main resort. And so that was just a really, honestly, very healing time. And it sounds dramatic to say, but like, that was my childhood dream. And whenever I did the college program, it just was not what I thought it was going to be. And so it was honestly really healing to be able to go there and love the people that I worked with, loved my supervisors, loved the job I was doing, and didn't have to do it like 50 hours a week. So honestly, I just loved it so much. And I loved it the entire time I did it. I honestly miss it so much. And it actually pains me that I doubt I'll ever do it again. (laughs) But that was just such a fun first couple months because I just really was fully in that role. And that was just the first time that I felt a lot of like joy around like going to work and being at Disney. So getting into September, there was a lot of weddings and a lot of wedding prep, just so much. I was always on the phone with my mom (laughs) whenever we were planning that in September and also honeymoon planning because I don't know why me and Caleb just do not have it in us to do things normally, but we did not plan an actual honeymoon. It was so last minute. We booked a hotel room in Charleston, but other than that, we were like, well, we'll just figure it out. Like we just really didn't know. I think we almost tried to book a Disney cruise like right before our honeymoon. So that was just funny. 
we just had no clue what we wanted to do. Um, but it ended up being fun. But basically, our wedding was at the beginning of October. It was October 9th. It was the most magical day of both of our lives. Like, we look back on that day and we're just like, everything about it was perfect. All the people that we would have wanted to be there were there. It was just so like it was just so perfect I can't even explain it other than that and like I this most special thing probably at our wedding and I want to do a I want to do a podcast episode with Caleb at some point talking about a year and a half of being married and kind of like talking about our wedding and stuff or a year sorry but yeah it was just so perfect I wrote letters to my parents and they both cried and it was really sweet and like the whole day was just so seamless. All of our vendors were just amazing. So that was just a perfect day. On the way back from our wedding, I got a call. This was just the whole week was crazy. And we didn't go on a honeymoon right after our wedding. We went to Orlando and then we went on our honeymoon the weekend after. But basically I got a phone call on my way back from the wedding. We were driving and I got a call that I was going to be switched over to working at the Contemporary Resort which has my whole heart. I loved that period of time in my life. So basically from that point on, probably from October to January, I was almost exclusively working at the Contemporary Resort. And October was, and it was just such a good time. So we went on our honeymoon afterwards, after like that weekend after our wedding, we went to Charleston and then Jekyll Island and that was such a cute area we definitely want to go back and do like a little vacation there because I feel like that'd be so nostalgic especially because it's been over a year but it's so cute there and then we ended up going to we were always on the go it was insane that was such a crazy period of time because right after that we went like the weekend after that we went to my cousin's wedding in Georgia and then we went to what oh and then we went to another wedding after that in Virginia Beach And then the weekend after that, I had my friend's bachelorette party in Sarasota. So it was like, I'm not kidding you. It was like constant every single weekend we were on the go doing something. I went to a Madison beer concert with Austin. Like we were constantly on the go. And I'm sure that it looked insane watching it from Instagram. I don't even know. I I feel like a lot of people would talk to me if they hadn't talked to me in a while. They'd be like, what, where are you even right now? (laughs) Like, And I was like, I... Uh, in the Sanford Orlando airport honestly we gave them so much business in the time that we were there the Sanford Orlando airport got so much of our money because we were on Allegiant almost every weekend going somewhere December was just such a perfect month at Disney it was the Christmas decorations were amazing Caleb's family came and visited us and we like did resort hopping and went to all the different resorts and saw all their Christmas decorations. And also throughout the time that we were at Disney, we had so many visitors. And that was probably my favorite part personally about our year at Disney was not only getting to go into the parks together all the time, but also getting to take other people into the parks. Like I think that almost every single person in our life that's close to us went to Disney with us. Other than my brother, which I'm sad about, but I think we're going to go together next month anyways, so it's okay. But seriously, like, I can't even describe... We probably have, like, 20-plus people come to visit us at any given time. Or not at any given time, sorry. Like, throughout the whole time we were there, like, 20 different groups of people come and visit us. Because I can't even think about everything. But I know that Caleb's family came at that point. 
like we had friends come, family come, my family came twice, his family came twice. No, his family came three times. We had so many people come and visit us. It was insane. So that was probably one of my favorite parts about the whole year. That was kind of the theme of January, honestly, through June. We still have people coming visit us like every single month. So at the end of January, that's about the time that I stopped working, getting scheduled at the Contemporary and I started getting scheduled at Coronado Springs again. But I also would pick up at different resorts. So I would pick up at Saratoga Springs Resort. I'm trying to think of all of them. Animal Kingdom Lodge. Where else did I work? I worked at the Riviera one time and I did not like it at all. <laughs> so that was one time. Where else did I work? Why am I why am I missing things? I feel like I should remember this. Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting this? I worked at the Polynesian like all the time towards the end of, of my time at Disney. That was like the main resort that I would pick up shifts at. Um, I worked at the Grand Floridian. So I worked at a lot of different ones, but towards the end, I was mostly at the Polynesian. I don't know why I forgot that because that's so relevant and it was so crazy. That was another really healing thing was because on my Disney college program, I worked at the Polynesian and I was so scared to pick up a shift there because I was like, I feel like I'm going to be re-traumatized from that experience. And it seems dramatic to say that, but it was actually so traumatizing. Like a lot of my leaders were just mean, like they were just not nice. I got scheduled all the time. I had to work super early. I was in food and beverage. So it was just really hard. But doing bell services there was so amazing, so fun. I loved all the people that I worked with and it was just a really fun time. So now we get to the point where we're trying to decide if we're going to renew our lease. So our lease ended in, in, sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this because it's in past tense. It ended in August. So probably about May. It's actually funny that I'm able to like talk about this because I feel like for so long, it's so taboo to talk about stuff like this. And then all of a sudden it's like normal because you're married. But in probably like May, we had kind of a pregnancy scare, which I wouldn't even say scare because even if we got pregnant, we'd be like, okay, nice. But we thought that we could be pregnant. And that was terrifying because I thought about being pregnant in Orlando, like so far from both of our families and having a kid there apart from all of our families. And that just seemed terrifying to me because the thought of doing it alone and just like not around anybody that we were close to because one of the best but also hardest parts about being there was that we were like it was just us there was nobody else we didn't really have any close friends there we didn't have any family there so that was like one of the hardest parts but it was also one of the best parts because it really made us super super close and I feel like it was so essential for the beginning of our marriage and I feel like that's why we have such a strong marriage and again we're only on year two but like I feel like that's why we have such a good marriage is because we really, <laughs> I don't want to say left and cleft. <laughs> like I was trying to say, you know how in the Bible it says leave and cleave, or maybe that's not in the Bible. Maybe people just use that as a, like a phrase that they say, but we really were like apart from everybody, which I feel like was really good. But basically we started thinking up where we wanted to move after we lived in Orlando, because at first we were kind of thinking, you know, maybe we'll just stay for another year, maybe, you know, whatever. But then whenever I had that pregnancy scare and also we found out that our rent was going up like a lot, we got it in on a really good deal with them. So we were paying $1,300 a month for rent, which now I'm like, what the heck? That's so cheap. But it was such a nice apartment too. 
but we were only paying $1,300 a month in rent, but we found out that our rent was going to go up to $2,000 a month, which we were just not willing to pay. So, especially because we were living in a one-bedroom apartment. So, that was kind of where we were like, okay, what what do we do? So, that's about the time also that eBay, which I totally forgot to talk about, but Caleb had an eBay reselling business, like I said, and we he was building that up for that whole time. Honestly, I'm so proud of him for what he did that whole time because he seriously, like that was how, that was our livelihood for like over a year. And I'm really proud of him for doing that because really it gave us such a flexible schedule. Like we could just get up and go whenever, obviously to an extent because we still had to like ship things out whenever they needed to be shipped. But other than that, like we were seriously like very flexible and it paid for all of our expenses and our livelihood but it got to a point in early summer where it was kind of slowing down and it was just really scary because we also didn't have health insurance of our own he was still on his parents and I was still kind of on my parents so really all of that combined we were like this is terrifying we really need to completely take care of ourselves and have steady stable incomes because like this year was amazing it was so much fun we had a blast but like we can't keep kind of living on the edge like this because it's fun when you're young but whenever you get to a certain point you're like okay I really would prefer if we're stable and have a steady income and have health insurance and have like just a normal schedule so After about a month of thinking about it and praying about it, we decided on Asheville, which is where I'm from, and that was probably about May or June, and we kind of, at that point, we knew that I wasn't pregnant because obviously I had found out by that point, but we already, number one, we're already kind of like in the moving mindset because our rent was going up so much and we didn't want to have to find another apartment in Florida. We would rather just like leave because we were going to move anyways. And also at that point, we were kind of getting a little bit sick of not really, not really Disney, but more just Florida because it was a couple things. Number one, it was so hot, like unbearingly hot sometimes, especially in the summer. And coming from people who are not from areas that are tropical, it was just not enjoyable a lot of the time. And I missed seasons so much. This fall was magical because I was back in North Carolina. It's just not fun to be in Florida in the fall, especially if you're from somewhere that has seasons because I've never been more seasonally, I don't want to say depressed because I wasn't depressed, but like seasonally frustrated, I guess, than whenever it was like the fall, the one fall that we were there and it was September, October, November, and it was just 90 degrees all the way through. (laughs) That was so weird. But also I think I just got tired of the newness of Florida, like, it's so new, most everything there, unless you're in, like, certain areas, most everything is super new, and it's all pretty manufactured within the last, like, 20 years, and I don't know, I just kind of miss going into old bookstores and, like, finding old things and being in old historic downtowns, like, I just kind of missed that, so that was another part of it, too, but yeah, that was kind of the point where we were then starting to look for jobs. So at this point, we kind of, again, 
eBay was not doing well and we just kind of decided that we wanted to have something a little bit more stable. So Caleb was like, you know what? I've loved eBay. I've loved doing it for this amount of time, but I think that it's time for me to actually use my degree and be an accountant. So it was actually funny how all of that panned out because it all kind of came together around the same time. But I was kind of deciding what I wanted to do as well. And like I said before, like a year before that, I would have told you I was going to be a teacher, or I guess two years before. But I just fell back in love with hospitality, honestly. And I had become a travel agent at the beginning of that year. So I just kind of loved all things like hospitality and travel. And so that, those were kind of the areas that I was applying in for jobs. So basically, Caleb and I had been applying for jobs for probably about like a week. And we were on our way to the Outer Banks to visit Caleb's family in July. And Caleb, when we were at Bucky's, which if you guys don't know, it's like the best gas station in the entire world. And I wish I could go to one right now because I miss it so much. But we were at the one that's like on your way out of Florida. And we were filling up gas. Caleb gets back in the car. He gets a call from the tax manager that he was waiting on a call from. And she basically is like talking to him. I'm like inside and he's texting me like, don't come back in the car because I'm on, I'm basically in an interview. So I was kind of peeking out to see how it was going and stuff. So he was on the phone with her. And then afterwards he was like, I got an official interview. So we were really excited about it. And then literally could not have been 30 minutes after that. Whenever we were driving, I got a call from one of the jobs I applied for at the Biltmore Estate in Asheville that I had gotten an interview the next week in Asheville. So basically we had to change plans a little bit and we had to leave from the Outer Banks to go to Asheville from there and then back down to Florida. But basically while we were in the Outer Banks, Caleb did his official interview. Like we were all down at the beach with his family and he was like back up in the like condo. And it was so funny because we were all at the beach and then he came back down. He was like, it went well. So then after that, I think it was the day after he got a call that he got the job and he got an offer. And that was, I was, we were talking about that the other day and I was like, that had to be like one of the most relieving things I've ever felt in my life because just knowing that we were going to have that stable salary was just so nice, especially after going so long without one. It was just so relieving also because we were praying about it and so stressed about it for like a couple weeks, which I know is very easy in the grand scheme of job, job searching because job searching can be really stressful. But we were just really blessed. And so then I had my interview after we left the Outer Banks whenever we went back to Asheville. And then while we were on the in the car on the way back down, I got the call that I had actually gotten not the job that I uh, that I interviewed for, but actually a higher position. So that was insane. And we literally found out like after we came back into our apartment after that week of like going to the Outer Banks, going to Asheville and coming back down. Like, we came back into our apartment. He was like, we were like, the last time we were in this apartment, we didn't know what our lives were going to be. But now we both have secure jobs. So it was just such a relieving, thankful feeling to have that. So, yeah, I'm just, we were just so thankful to have been able to get through that process, like, relatively easily. Um, I mean, it was still stressful while we were in it, but it just flowed so well after. And then we just got everything figured out pretty fast. So then comes the end of an era. Literally was so sad to have like all of our lasts while we were at Disney. Like I cried all the time. Every single time we had our last something, it was like my last time at Magic Kingdom, my last time seeing the fireworks as a cast member, my last time at Hollywood Studios. And there was this fireworks show that I'd never seen before. 
And it was basically Mickey being like, see you real soon. Like, it's been such a amazing journey, like whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, I do not need this right now. And I was like crying. But it was such an emotional, like, couple of months being there. I guess it was like the last month and a half. But yeah, I was just constantly just emotional and thankful because it was seriously like the most perfect year. I mean, like, I haven't even brought up Universal yet, but we, me and Caleb, sometimes the place that he would go to get all of his stuff for eBay was right near Universal Studios and we had annual passes. So anytime we would go past there, we'd be like, oh, do you want to go on a walk? And we'd go into Universal, walk around because it's like, I think it's like two miles total to walk through Universal, walk around it and then come back. And that was like our exercise, like our walks that we would go on. Like, we kind of joked about it, because obviously we would ride rides, but we would literally go in there for, like, two hours and then come out. Or the time, and then, like, the times that we would go at night, the times that new rides would come out, and we would go, like, to those and see the previews of those. Like, the times that we would literally just want to go hang out in Harry Potter World, so we would just go in, get butterbeer, and hang out. Um, and then, obviously, all the Disney times, because, you know, whenever I worked at the Polynesian, he would come bring me dinner, and we would you know, eat it at the top of the bungalow hill and watch the fireworks or he'd come meet me for dinner at contemporary or coronado springs and we go on walks and like just all those experiences of those things were just so just perfect honestly i can't even express what that year meant to me and all the times that we like just went into Disney World just to like hang out or get dinner or ride a ride, whatever, taking our friends and family into Disney. Like that was just, I can't even explain or urge you if you're listening to this and you're wondering if you should do something like that. Like, please do, especially if you're like, oh, we're just getting married. Like, what should we do? Like, please do something adventurous and cool that you've always wanted to do with the person that you love the most. Cause it is just such a rewarding feeling getting to the end of it and being like, wow, we are so much stronger and like more in love because of this and it was just such a good decision I'm so glad that we did it um and yeah I'm, I'm just so thankful so also towards the end of that probably in like July both my one of my best friends Austin moved there to do a second Disney college program and my brother moved to Tampa to start hair school so literally towards the end two of the people I'm closest to moved there so I was so upset because I barely got to hang out with them, but it was so fun while it lasted. I went to the parks with Austin a few days and me and my brother hung out so much. I would go to Tampa like all the time and we go to the beach. So it was really special to be there for that short lived time. And I wish that I could have been there with him longer, but I, you know, I love the time that we had there with them when we had it. And then we get to August, which is moving time. So we moved in the middle of August, probably like August 20th, I want to say. And I started my job pretty much the week after we got back. And I toured the Biltmore house. I work in in-room dining. So that whole department, I kind of like, basically I got trained in how to do all of that, kind of supervise, help with schedule planning, just different stuff like that. And Basically, I got trained on how to do all the roles so that if I need to fill in any gaps, I can. So that's what I do now. I love everybody that I work with. And this past couple of months has just been very peaceful, I guess would be probably the best word. I'm able to see my family so much more than I've seen them in the last couple of years. 
Caleb is able to make tons of friends here because he does worship at the church that we go to, which is Biltmore Church, and he does worship pretty much at like all the campuses. He's going to an East Campus worship like rehearsal tonight, which is not the campus that we usually go to. So it's just funny because he like does worship around all the campuses and he's made so many friends doing that, but he just absolutely loves like all the friends that he's made here. Like obviously we get to spend a lot of time going to like different restaurants in the area and it honestly was kind of weird whenever I first moved here because I'm from this area, but I like I've never lived in Asheville I've always kind of lived around it so it's been really cool to like explore a city that's like new to me but not new if that makes sense and so it's really just been a very like like stable calm peaceful couple of months like just very like getting back into a routine learning what it's like to kind of live quiet life I guess I don't want to say quiet because we still do things all the time like we're still like busy and we still hang out with people a lot and we still have things that we go and do like we've been to Lynchburg a couple times to like meet with his parents because his brother goes there goes to Liberty University now and like we've like we've gone different places but like for the most part we've actually just stayed put which has been really nice because we totally were not doing that whenever we lived in Orlando so it's been just really nice to kind of just slow down and just like exist and work and spend time with each other oh my gosh I can't believe I forgot to say this we got a dog in September his name is Bo he's a little black lab I think he has a little bit of pit in him I'm pretty sure but he is the cutest and I can't even he's just the cutest thing ever and also I can't I can't think of my life without him now same with Caleb like we were like what did we even do whenever we didn't have Bo because he's literally our child and I used to think it was so annoying when people would say that because I was like what do you mean it's your child like it's an animal but no that is my son like I don't care what anybody says that is my child and it's just crazy too whenever you whenever you get them as a puppy because the amount of poop and pee we had to clean up whenever we first had him is insane and also like he would get like we we didn't even we tried to crate train him and he just like would whine and cry all the time he just had to be held because he had attachment issues he has just a child and I don't know what my life was like before him so it sounds dramatic but it's true but honestly it's funny because the whole moving thing kind of started because we thought that we might be pregnant and now we're like totally not at all and we're not trying and we have Bo and it just like I'm just like I could I could do this for a while like I I love just having me and Caleb and my dog and just just living life. <laughs> so again there's probably a lot of things that I've missed throughout this update because again it's been a very long time and there's no way of filling you guys in on every little thing that's happened but it'll probably just slip through in different episodes but I kind of just wanted to give you an overall update on everything so I hope that you guys like this first episode um definitely if you're not following me on Instagram go follow me xoxo Ali Michelle and I'll probably have posted on there if I've made an account for this podcast but if I haven't I should have a story up there that kind of just asks what you guys want to see, different episodes that you'd like to see, and yeah, I'm really, really excited to be doing this, so thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.